Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Joshua T. Berglund, and we are live right now on the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, I got to tell you, I am super pumped about this because over the last two years, I have been reaching out to people that are considered futurist, people that are the people that are well-versed on the singularity, the future, and so on, because ever since I was a baby, for, not a baby, seven years old, but ever since I was a child, I had these crazy visions of the future. And of course, at the time, I had no idea what they were. And then it seems like over the last six years, the, those same visions have become more alive and in more detailed. And of course, as we see this world that we're living in and where we're going, it's, um, it's like, oh, maybe these dreams were showing me something. That said, I've never actually had the opportunity to speak to somebody that is a futurist and somebody that understands where we're going. On top of that, there's so much more here because this, our guest is a fascinating human being. Um, I love going to unlikely sources to find guests. I want to find interesting people. Uh, one of the biggest blessings ever about being kicked off of social media for broadcasting, um, which of course I'm thankful that we have our network. But one of those reasons is it forces me to go break outside of that box and find different people. Well, Thank God for Reddit, because I ran into this guy uh, that's coming on today. He cracked the stock market. Like, this is verifiable. He cracked it. He's an expert in noetic science and technology, and he has a focus on wanting to understand the limits of our consciousness. Now, these are all subjects for me that are fascinating, and, and I believe that they are too. And as you guys know, I'm a man of faith. Um, and, but at the same time, I'm a man of faith, but I also don't believe that the earth was created 2000 years ago. <laughs> like I don't believe those things. And, and I believe that, I mean, of course, I think it's biblical where it talks about where we're going in the future, um, and the prophecy in Daniel. So like my brain has been hardwired for this and it makes a lot of church people uncomfortable talking about these things. And that is every reason why I want to talk about it. The same reason why we talk about sexuality and abuse and, and, and human trafficking and organ harvesting and all those subjects. The reason why we talk about these things is because they need to be talked about. And regardless of what your beliefs are, and it's amazing how many people don't believe in some of these things when it's right in front of our faces, but it is what it is. I mean, if people just sometimes don't have the eyes to see. With that said, today, if at all possible, I pray that this breaks some of you out of the matrix that you're stuck in. Um, I'm super excited to talk to uh, our guest today. His name is Benjamin Boyle. Um, he's, he's a fascinating Google. <laughs> or maybe it's even better to duck, duck, go him. Uh, <laughs> that said, an awesome individual, super cool, has an amazing attitude, and we are going to have a lot of fun today. So with that said, uh, let's uh, get into the normal routine. And we will be right back after this. Out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red carpet. 
popping. You want them rolling out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red carpet. You want the finest things, the diamond rings, designer jeans, all minor things in the widest scheme. But at what cost to realize your dreams? Been bleeding in the wheel more, put the crown of thorns on, still more. My mic bloody cause I kill more, but I'm still poor. Bottom is where I started, but I get to the top and park it. Dug up in a harlot, my battery needs charging. And to reach my target is the illest in the market. It's some liquid from my arteries, will spill onto the carpet, yeah. Everybody want fame, nobody wanna work for it. Want them all to know your name, don't wanna see no hurt for it. You wanna rolling out the red carpet, the red carpet, the red. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Dublin, Ireland, the one and only Benjamin Boyle. What's up, Benjamin? How you doing, man? Hey, Joshua. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> Nice talking to you. Introduction. Now, uh, listening to the introduction, there's a, there's a few uh, funny things that we'll bring up kind of later in this talk, but also your dreams. The last podcast I did was with a dream expert from, uh, she works at like ITV over in London, et cetera. So maybe we can get into some of your, your, your dreams as well. And I can uh, talk a little bit about her, you know? <laughs> that would be cool. My, my dreams are a little insane, but that's, <laughs> some of them are pretty crazy, but Look, man, I am so honored to have you on. Um, I got to look a little bit into your history. I don't do too much research because I genuinely want to get to know you um, on a very organic level. But I'm, sure. I'm super honored and, and thank you for being here. But before we get into all the fun, what are you grateful for today and why? My family. I don't even have to think about that. I have a wonderful wife, a wonderful son, and I have another baby on the way. So that was instantaneous. That's the main thing in my whole life, my family, 100%. Amen. I, I've never, uh, it's really taken the last couple of years for me to be able to step back and see just how important family is, especially with all the chaos in the world. Uh, so yeah, family is everything. So amen to that. I love it. Thank you. Um, what are you right. grateful for today? Say again? What are you grateful for today? Man, that's a great question. I'm grateful that in the in, in pursuing i'm grateful for the little reminders that you're on the right path because sometimes when you're going like for i'll just i'll speak for myself in pursuing my dreams and i have a big scary dream for what i want to do in the world and i've actually never had anyone ask me this on my own show and so i appreciate you doing that thank you mm -hmm. um i have a big scary vision and dream for what i get to do in the world and so it's so big that I don't always see the reminders that I'm on the right path. And sometimes it gets frustrating when I don't see that big breakthrough or any of that stuff. But these little reminders that whether it comes to a person or an opportunity or just even someone picking up the phone to say, hey, can I pick your brain? I'm grateful for that because without those things, I would have derailed the path to my purpose a long time ago. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Cool. Hopefully you'll get more of those. One of the things I study is um, extreme synchronous events. Uh, so it's interesting that you mentioned that. So that's that's just interesting. So you, you're getting those little reminders. That's cool, you know? Yeah, I don't even know where to start with you because for <laughs> me, my, my, the visions that I have always, that I've gotten over my life and what I see and the dots that I connect don't come from an education or intelligence. It comes from 
a curiosity and then being patient and listening and being able to see without a veil in front of my eyes. So I, I, I'm when someone like yourself that really just like your brain is a freaking computer, <laughs> like I don't even know where to start except for maybe why don't you explain to everybody what a futurist is? Well, honestly, a futurist, it's quite simple. It's someone who probably contemplates the future and what the future might look like is a really, really simple example. But I don't think I'm a conventional futurist because I think technology has kind of taken over futurism. So futurism has become some some tech term at this stage about what, what cool technology is going to happen in the future. Um, whereas myself as a futurist, uh, well, this, this article here is actually one about calling me a futurist in city am in london and um, so i mean so it's, it's it's interesting that's how you're describing me um but to me i i see it as, no no there's 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 like there's because i i i've i've been i've worked in a lot of different fields and been recognized in a lot of different fields so i, I love being called a futurist it's fantastic i am a futurist but to me a a futurist isn't just technology it's understanding where we're going as I don't want to say species because I think, but uh, a genus. So there's Homo sapiens and there's Homo noeticus on this planet at this time. And um, so where, where the Homo genus is going or where consciousness is going on this planet, I think that's more what a future should uh, should be. They should take a holistic view of where we're, we're all going as opposed to just looking at technology and seeing where the tech's going. So that's that's the, 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 the kind of summarized answer. A futurist is someone who looks holistically at the entire kind of um, segment of our uh, current place in space time and says, where are we going next is, is a really simple example. Um, but it, it, it's, it's not just looking um, into like a hundred years time. It, it's, it's, it's also driving the future as well. So a futurist, yes, they look to the future, but they also try to drive their vision of the future at the same time. So that's that's kind of how I see myself as a futurist, but a lot of futurists out there today, if you talk to other futurists, they're gonna talk about blockchain technology, they're gonna talk about artificial intelligence technology, they're gonna talk about uh, um, electric cars, that sort of thing. That's that's kind of what a futurist has become, but it's, it's not a futurist in the purest sense. In the purest sense, it is more of a holistic understanding of, the, of, of where we're going in the future. Uh, as opposed to just a te technological understanding of where we're going in the future is a good way to put it. Then I would call myself a futurist in your same you way. Because I, I see where things are going with technology and AI and so on. And I feel like my purpose on this earth, or one of them, or part of it, is to build the digital Noah's Ark, which is the protection from AI. And well, I don't just... spend a lot of time with talking about this on air because I don't want people to know what we're doing. But that said, it's not that I'm anti-technology because I freaking love it because without it, I would not be able to have the media company and teach the people that we, they teach how to build their own media organizations and how to build their own broadcasting networks. It's a big part of what our foundation does. So yeah, I love technology, but I also know that we need a line of defense against what's coming to, or at least that's my belief. Sure. Well, um, I mentioned synchronous events there a few minutes ago. My son's name is actually Noah, and I was planning on build, uh, building a, a blockchain project before we even named him called the Ark. So it's interesting that you're you're inter you're you're interested in building like the Noah's Ark for uh, 
for protecting against the um, the future. There's a little tip that you're on the right road as well, Joshua. You know. <laughs> Let me throw one more out there. We also have the Underground Railroad. <laughs> Here's why. I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it. Th- I'll just I'll leave it really really short. This is exactly why. I don't believe that this 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 the Vax Pass or the the, the passes that they're about the digital uh, the digital passports that they're about to unveil to the world. Um, I don't believe that that's how we should live. I don't believe that that's a society that we should live in at all, especially because I'm not willing. And again, I'm, I'm a man of faith, so I do believe in the mark of the beast and things like that. And I'm a man of faith as well, just here aware. So you're not your preacher's required. I'm a man of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cause I'm not about that. And I believe that my, the calling on my life is to be able to provide a solution to those that don't want to take the mark and don't want to be, you know, uploaded into the system, so to speak. So that's what I feel like I'm here for. So sure. for whatever that's worth. Anyway, enough about me. So no, no, it's okay. yeah, I, I am, there's just so many places that I want to go with you. And so they, I know one of the things that you're known for, and it's been verified that you cracked the stock market. Do you want to talk about sure. that? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, well, I, I cracked the stock market and you said it's verified because it's, it's in Forbes online. So if someone searches Benjamin Boyle Forbes, you'll see that uh, you'll see did this 29 year old crack the stock market. That was a few years ago, actually. Um, so but what actually happened afterwards was uh, after I cracked it, an EU law changed, um, which which completely uh, wiped out the crack. So even though I cracked it, they changed the law. So I didn't make make a, a couple of trillion or a couple of billion or whatever. So, um, it, but yeah, it's it was it was a very long journey. So I, I, I had the idea of cracking the stock market uh, probably about seven years before I actually did it. And um, so I, I got very involved in financial trading and investing at a, at a young age in my in my early twenties and. I, I always had this view or this vision that there was a simple formula, like an E equals MC squared type of thing uh, for the stock market, a very, very simple solution to a highly, highly complex problem. So for about seven years, as I mentioned, I, I, I was kind of thinking about this problem. I was ripping uh, different trading platforms apart, trying to find this simple solution. Everyone, um, everyone obviously thought I was crazy, and I'd never do it. Of course, that's that's kind of natural. If you're if you're someone like me, people say you're crazy, then you prove them wrong. It's it's basically that's the the cycle of my life. And um, so people are all all think you're crazy. You're never going to do it. Yada 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 yada. Uh, but seven years later. And you, I'm not going to go into the, the math of it because it's, it's quite complex math, but it comes down to something quite simple in the end of it. You can Google Benjamin Boyle Forbes and, and all the, the math has been released uh, on it on, on that article as well. So, um, But basically, I, I came to a point where I found a very, very simple uh, and elegant solution that could turn one dollar uh, into more money than the entire global economy mathematically. And I say the entire global economy. This is what the the data after running the data on a on a, on a wide uh, range of different data, like um, historical data sets, unlike the Dow Jones, etc., um, showed. So 
Um, and the, 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 way, the way it works is basically uh, it uses compounding, the compounding effect um, and, just con and leverage and it continuously compounds in based on leverage. So the, the max you can lose in a year is $255, but um, over three years, you're probably gonna make more money in the entire global economy. Obviously that's not possible, but this is what the numbers showed. What, what realistically would have happened was the, the money would have gone up drastically and then so, then the, the market would have changed. So it was only the, 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 um, the back testing showed more money than the entire global economy. So um, the stock market crack basically um, would have made me one of the richest men on the entire planet. Um, and it was quite cool. So around that time, I was talking to billionaires about it. And this is this is why I think the law changed because I talked too much about it. I was talking <laughs> to billionaires about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was young and, 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 uh, and stupid. I've got other stuff now that I don't talk about. Most of the stuff that I do, you're not going to hear about is 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 the, in this interview or any other interview. That's the truth. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I'd hired uh, Nelson Mandela's ex head of communications. Uh, he was he, he said he'd help me out for uh, an equity percentage all this type of stuff um um and yeah and uh, and ran it and uh, like for example on the initial uh, testing um the initial testing stage of it i had a twelve thousand percent gain in 10 days and that was the initial test so that's like twelve thousand oh percent when you consider that hedge funds on average, you're getting plus minus 2% a year. I had 12,000% gains. This is real money in 10 days, you know, so um, absolutely fascinating. So, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the stock market story. You know, it's a, uh, there's, there's, um, there's not much, much else to say about it. It was an absolute whirlwind, uh, absolutely fantastic. I got a lot of recognition, got to talk about it a lot um, met some amazing people. And, uh, and the, but the main thing about it is, I achieved a goal. Yeah. Um, so, like, for, and as, as I said, like, when, for example, when I told my father I cracked the stock market, he called me. He, he, he genuinely said to me, "Ben, you need to get some help. This is kind <laughs> of a, uh, this, and I, the, trust me, it happens all the time. As I said, this is a cyclical thing in my life. And, uh, and a year later, I was in Forbes having cracked the stock market. You know, so that's uh, so that's kind of what my life's about, though. It's kind of about that stuff where. Um, people call you like will call me crazy and then like that's the kind of stuff i'm looking for i'm not looking for sorry it's kind of getting dark out here do you mind if i just turn on the light really yeah, quick? Do it, man. We, we, this started at the exact time it started getting dark and open so give me one second that's a little bit better yeah and now we've got that that beam of light hold on let me see if i can get rid of that <laughs> well that's that's, that's perfect we've got a perfect beam of light <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so anyway, that's the type of stuff you're gonna have to deal with the beam of light. I'll, I'll go okay. over here. That's the type of stuff that um, that I get into. I get into stuff that is literally paradigm shifting and world changing. So I'll, I'll kind of keep rambling on. So like what I'm working on at the moment is mainly focused on like noetic science and technology. And I'll give you an idea of some of the stuff I've done that's verifiable. Like I'm, I'm in constant contact with like XCIA Stargate scientists. Um, I've, uh, I, for example, I warned the CIA 
uh, of a terror event just days before it was going to happen using precognitive technology, like stuff people just are going to say isn't even possible, you know? Um, like uh, absolutely amazing stuff. So that's really, that's really who I am. The stock market element is just a proof of concept that I could do something which was impossible. And now I'm doing more impossible stuff is a really, is a really good way to put it. I want, I want to ask you something. One last thing about the stock market. Were you sure, yeah. saying this game is rigged? I've had enough of this and I'm going to go figure out the system. Is that what motivated you or what? No, no, it was, it was more about um, finding a simple solution. Um, I think that's, that's really what motivated me. It was, it was, it was that E equal MC squared thing. Cause, because Einstein, he, he, E equals MC squared is an incredibly, it's E equals MC squared. It's five <laughs> characters. But it is an incredibly complex. Um, it, it describes an incredibly complex system. So that's kind of what was motivating me as well. I wanted like a simple five-character solution to the stock market, a really, really incredibly complex system, and and that was my main motivation. And but it, it also becomes cyclical as well. So when you're actually in it, when you're thinking about it for those seven years or, or whatever amount of time you're thinking about it, it's. Uh, it becomes about doing it itself. There is no other motivation than the motivation to actually do it. It, it becomes its own self-driving um, goal or wish, if that makes sense. That that was that's my story with getting around censorship. Sure. <laughs> uh, I I think that's really I think it's fascinating because it's I mean you it seems like the intentions were pure and I I find that to be admirable. I would have seen that as well, screw you guys. I'm going to find a way around your rules and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to shove this up your butt kind of thing. I mean, that's the attitude, uh, an attitude of defiance yeah. is what I would have taken. But I have that kind of chip on my shoulder, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know. But I don't understand necessarily what noetic science is. And that was another thing that made me go, oh, my gosh, I want to talk to you because I, I want to understand. Like, I know that. The one thing that I've always known in my life is that what I've been told, most of it's not true. And I always yeah, just- That's very true. true. That's true though. That's true. <laughs> and it is. I, I, not only do I believe it, I've seen it with my own eyes. And uh, because the veil was lifted out of my eyes and I've been able to see it. That said, um, it makes the world very confusing, except for the fact that I have embraced the fact that because I see things the way that I see them and I've been given a voice and a platform to use it, I, I find that for me, I, I love being able to speak out about these subjects, even though I don't necessarily understand all of it, but I do find great, not pleasure, but I feel a, a sense of purpose being able to think the things that I have uncovered that are true. Those are the things that I feel very passionate about exposing. And that said, I, it also makes me question, like my, with my faith, like my faith is what it is. And I don't get into the religious side of my faith. I get into the spiritual nature of my faith and understanding. And if I didn't have the supernatural experience that I had, I probably would be really messed up right now with everything going on in the world. So sure. that said, a lot of people that share our faith, um, they look at science as something that is twisted or wrong or evil or trying to take away from God. 
I don't believe that. I believe that science is from God. It's just, you know, you can buy people off and get them to say certain things to, you know, lead you a different path. So with all that said, which I don't even know if it made sense, can you explain noetic science and why you're passionate about it? Sure. I'm, I'm going to get into it in one second, but it's, I'm going to circle back to something you said there about the truth. I think one of the other things I've been working on is the truth. And I will get into noetic science in two seconds. But um, I, I think I've, I've found what the truth of one individual's existence is. I, and I think I can describe to you what your existence is. So in string theory, there's 11 dimensions, which basically means that every single possibility that is possible is possible and is going to happen and is happening, etc. So an individual's life um, is the intersection of all possibilities for what that individual's life can be. So what I mean by that is your life at the start, for example, you said you don't believe it started the it, the world started six thousand years ago, but my personal, but the truth in the multiverse is both the Big Bang and the um and the eden origin story both are the, of those origin stories and i'm just using them because they're the ones you've mentioned can lead to this particular life that you're on as as can an infinite number of other ones so um so the truth is if we if we consider it to be quantum what 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 one individual life actually is is all the possibilities for what that one individual life can be. And the Big Bang and Eden are very, very good examples. So to me, both the Big Bang and Eden are, are equally as true, as are a, a, a multitude of other examples. And it's all quantum. So, that, so that's that's kind of my take. And that's the mathematical take if you consider uh, infinite multi multiverse math, you know. Um, so that's, I just wanted to throw that out there before I came into noetic science, that that we can consider a singular life as being the intersection, like a Venn diagram, if you know what I mean. It's this little part in here. Uh, it's the intersection of all the possibilities for what that one life could be. So all your um, supernatural experiences are just are explainable, not by the scientific uh, part of the Venn diagram, but by the other by intersections of other parts of the diagram within the multiverse. Just just to, to go a little bit off topic for a second. So I thought I'd throw that out there before we got into noetic science because I wanted to give you that truth you might be seeking, and that's the ultimate truth of what an experience is. You just blew my mind. It's the truth. <laughs> See, I can believe that even though I don't understand it. Like I, I have in my spirit, I believe what you just said. And I don't understand a single word of it. Yeah, yeah. I I have I have more reading to do. Clearly. No, no, no. It's 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 all good. And um, I'm basically just saying that uh, just because people say it's not possible doesn't mean it isn't possible. Is kind of where I'm going. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'll go into noetic science now because that's kind of what you wanted to talk about, and I went off on a tangent trying to talk about multiverse math and the truth in multiverse math. So I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Um, no, it's all interesting. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So um, the uh, noetic science is essentially the, the study of consciousness. It's described as a study of consciousness and its effects on reality. But um, if you Google the definition, it's going to say the study of consciousness and the effects on reality. But I think a more pure term 
where a more pure description of noetic science is just the study of consciousness because it, it's 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 not just the effects of reality it's it's the effects of reality on consciousnesses at the same time so there's a back and forward there it's not just uh it's it's not just how it affects reality so in a in a simple uh in a simple sense it's the study of of consciousness and um and how it interacts with reality as opposed to to effects interacts and effects with reality is a good way to put it um so but to, so i i consider myself more uh, a noetic technologist as opposed to a noetic scientist so there's a lot of noetic scientists out there and uh, it's actually uh, quite a well-documented form of science. So it studies things like uh, precognition, which is seeing the future, or telepathy, or um, in the, the, the observer effect, so how uh, the observer effect affects quantum systems, and kind of, kind of the study of what would have been considered supernatural uh, in a scientific manner is, is, is a very simple way uh, uh, explanation of what uh, noetic science does now. But um, I, I see myself as kind of like the next step on from noetic science, um, and I consider myself a noetic technologist. So technology always develops from science. Like uh, In history, that's just how it happens. Uh, so I think we're kind of at that precipice now in time where noetic technology, even though most of your listeners won't, noetic science, even though most of your listeners won't have heard of it, has been doing very, very well and is very, very well, very, very well recognized um, in scientific journals. So we've reached that kind of pre pre precipice where someone like myself comes along and says, what tech can I build uh, based on all this science um, that's out there? And if anyone's interested, uh, if you don't believe any of this stuff, just go to Google Scholar and, and search kind of a, 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 um, uh, a term like telepathy or remote viewing or precognition. You'll see it's all actually proven. It's just not in the media. It's all scientifically proven, just, just not in the media. So, yeah, I consider myself a noetic technologist. And um, the best way to describe a noetic technologist is if you consider something like, um, like telepathy or precognition, which is... Uh, like we'll, we'll use telepathy as a simple example. It's not something I'm very into, but uh, telepathy would be like a simple circuit, like turning on a light switch, if that makes sense. So uh, a very, very simple circuit, uh, like a light, like a light bulb. Uh, whereas um, noetic technology is building uh, more complex machines in the noetic ecosystem, um, more complex machines, software, and uh, artificial intelligence, et cetera, into uh, the consciousness field itself. Testing it, obviously, make it, validating it, making sure it's working and all that is, is part of the, the building process. But um, yeah, so noetic technology is the, the, the step on from science where I, I'm actually starting to build tech uh, based on uh, noetic science principles, is a good way to put it. How with this knowledge, because I mean, I, I know of, I've, I'm familiar a little bit with Project Looking Glass, which was about sure. viewing, I believe, and that there it gets pretty well. I mean, it seems very supernatural, but it has all been proven. And let me, when you recognize and you learn technologies like this in science, like you understand, like it's not something that you believe, even it's you understand it and it's and it's real. So, with that yeah. said. And then you look at faith and religion and the Bible and God. 
how do the two work together or is it a complete contradiction and fight against each other? It's the same thing. So um, to me, science is just another step in. So faith and religion was the language of the day back then. Science is the language of the day today. But to me, science isn't going to be the language of the future. I don't know what it's going to be, maybe metaphysics or something. I'm, I could only speculate. But um, it go, faith was just their language back then, or religion was just their language. And now science is just our language uh, today. So it's, it's, it's all the exact same thing. We're like all, Everything that's being proven in noetic science is the stuff that they talked about in the Bible or the Quran or, or any of these things? I'm, I'm I, I consider myself a religious scholar as well. I'm I, I I'm I'm very into religion, so so uh, we're we're very much on the same page uh, when it comes to faith. Um, but it, science is just another language for describing this uh, this type of stuff. It really is. Uh, You're jumping there. So did you just teleport? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, that that's that is amazing. So the technology that's available, I, I'm assuming that what you, what, the, what you've been studying, what you've been built. I, I don't want to say that you've been building something. I don't want to put words. In I your have. Mouth. I have. I've been building okay. things. So that's okay. Is this? Is it designed to? to make us better human beings? Um, I, 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 think, I, I think it is. Well, that's not necessarily just the only application, but I think more, rather than better human beings, it's probably more designed for evolution is, 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 a, is, a, is a better way to put it. So, um, but when I say it's designed for evolution, like, the Hinduism, one of the oldest religion, talked about cities back then. So, I it, maybe it's designed to uh, help the general population um, evolve. What 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 were called cities, or like we can go from one end to the other. Like so, the oldest religion talks about cities. The newest religion, Scientology, talks about um, abilities. So, so all these religions from the oldest to the newest one all talk about abilities. So maybe the noetic science and the technologies I build are just to um, uh, just to, to bring it into the scientific realm as a, and kind of take it out of the religious realm. Because most people don't really like religion, but people tend to like, people. most people like science. Uh, and most people have kind of a spiritual um, element to themselves as well. So. Uh, the noetic science aspect is a is a, um, a great way to to kind of bring the population um, more towards the kind of cities um, or evolve them from Homo sapiens into kind of Homo noeticus. Uh, so the next kind of step in the Homo genus evolution. So um, yeah, will it make you better? I think it will make you better at the same time a better person because as you become more connected and, and accept that we're all one and that sort of stuff, you automatically become a better person because I'm not going to punch some guy in the face if I know I'm literally punching myself in the face because that's the, that's the level of understanding I have of consciousness at the moment. We're literally one. And, um, and that's all based on science. So that's the difference between me and the general population is 
or spiritual say they go they all go oh we're all one but i um, i have the data and i've i've read all the papers so i know we are you know um so yeah i do think it's gonna it's gonna improve us but it's also gonna involve evolve us hopefully is that so in a way in a very simple simplistic way of explaining what you just said i think when people say that we're all mirrors for each other sure do you know that expression yeah is, yeah. That, is that a simple explanation of what you just said or is it more complex than that um but I, I think it's probably a little bit more complex than that. Um, but but it's it's simple at the same time. It's uh, so we'll we'll use remote viewing as a as a simple example. So remote viewing, as which you talked about a little bit earlier, uh, basically it, it it proved that you can see any time in space or in the past or the future um, by like through meditation. This was done. By the CIA and the Stanford Research Institute, it's all scientifically proven. So they proved that basically everything exists everywhere. So the entire—I um, don't want to say multiverse, just in case—but at least the entire universe is inside you, is inside your head, literally. And that's proven by the Stanford Research Institute and the CIA. You can, you can, you can go to Google Scholar or the CIA website, and that's remote viewing is proven. So. If the implication of remote viewing is that everything is everywhere, therefore I am part of everything, and everything is in me, and I am in everything. So, um, and that's that's not some airy fairy thing. That's just the implications of the science, you know. So, um, so yeah, it is a little bit more complex than being a mirror because, um, but I think the mirror aspect is uh, true at the same time. I think it's that's one element to the. The overall picture if that makes sense um no that makes it, sense yeah yeah that's it's 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 almost like I'm, I'm sitting here as i'm thinking and really processing what you just said and then going back to the one of the earlier statements about manifesting speaking of i think it's before we actually started the broadcast um talking about my goals to travel and serve and my role in the sure. world and where i what my what my vision and dreams are um but it seems like that understanding that we are everything and everything every, what you said i don't want to butcher your words no it's all good thinking about it's that awesome. it makes manifest manifestation or visualization it almost my because my I, i'm not strong there I, if i get a vision i get a vision but i'm not good yet i'm learning how to be still how to meditate um and how to wait wait in that respect and manifesting has never been something i've actually been great at my wife is a genius at it i don't know how she does yeah. it but when you <laughs> explain it like this it helps me my brain put myself in a more of a manifestation state because i can change the way that i think about it in a completely different way so what you've just said was really profound again i don't fully understand it but as I'm digesting it, it's like, wow, that really just changes my outlook about every interaction I have and so on. Wow. Sure, sure. How do you well, sleep at night? What did you say? How do you sleep at night knowing all this stuff? I sleep, great. I sleep like a baby. I sleep fantastically. <laughs> I would never be able to go to sleep. Buddha, you know? <laughs> sleep like this. No, I don't. Um, but no, but manifesting, that's a, there's a, there's, well, 
manifesting is, is kind of getting to that stage where it's all scientifically proven as well. And But the reason I'm going to tell you this stuff is it's as much for you, Joshua, because um, like there's 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 other scientific papers out there. Like there's a blessed chocolate experiment where it was double blind, a load of uh, monks blessed some chocolate and they tested if blessed chocolate actually increased uh, the mood of people who ate it. Double blind means the scientists didn't know which chocolate was blessed and the participants didn't know which chocolate was blessed. And it was proven that the blessed chocolate does increase the mood, but it was also proven that the people who believed in the blessed chocolate, their mood increased even more with the uh, with the blessed chocolate that was taken and there was obviously a a, a placebo at the same time as well so like, telling you all this stuff is is let's say it's part of your journey because that you're you're getting that scientific knowledge that helps you believe and then the 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 quantum frequency that you're in starts altering as well because you're you're believing more because you've heard the science again science is the language of the day you can be as 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 uh, as you can believe in Jesus as much as you want, but if 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 you're hardwired to 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 think science is the truth, you're going to have to hear all this science stuff. So, um, considering you're talking about manifesting, I'll I'll talk about what what's kind of proven in manifesting at the moment at a really simple level. But that's all you're going to need. That's like setting the foundations uh, of your belief in science, and you can go digging afterwards. So. If you get a random number generator and you can buy these online and again you can you can go on google scholar and, and search random number generator and intention and you'll see that i'm i'm basing this on science but if you get a random number generator that pumps out ones and zeros and you uh, put your intention into that random number generator and want more ones or want more zeros you can actually push the the random number generator to pump out more ones or pump out more zeros and um, so, and that's a really, really simple example of manifesting and, and, and using your intention to affect reality. But I think it could be great for some people out there who are really trying to believe, but, but just, just can't believe yet. If you go online and buy a random number generator on Amazon, I, I think they're really cheap these days. And um, you can try that experiment yourself and not even just try that experiment, but practice. Because what that'll allow you to do is actually improve your ability to do it, you know. Um, and there's some great, there's some other great tools out there as well, which I can't remember the names of the websites, but uh, there's there's um, uh, there, there's one called Gotsai. Uh, that's the old website, but there's a new website now. If you go to Gotsai, you can click into it, and it'll bring you to the new website where there's a bubble, and you have to try and and keep this circle, and it's based on on quantum mechanics and. Uh, and that will help you improve as well. So there's, there are tools out there and there is science out there to prove the manifesting and, and kind of help you train your manifesting abilities, which is, which is pretty cool. You know? So hopefully that helps you and hopefully helps your, your, your watchers and your listeners because a lot of them I'm sure are into the law of attraction. The whole world is bloody into the law of attraction. They just, that's just, that's just uh, first day of college level stuff is the secret. Yeah. But we're at like master's level going towards PhD level of, uh, of understanding of this stuff, if that makes sense. If so I, I, I like to know that, that I want to go as deep into a subject as I can possibly go. Like I, <laughs> cool. in my gratitude practice, for instance, I always, every, if I say I'm grateful for something, I normally ask myself why until I'm out of whys. Like I want the deeper of everything because I want it to stick. I want it to absorb. I don't want it to exactly. be surface level knowledge. I want to. I want to be it. I want to be what I believe. In other words, 
Sure. The only way I know to do that is to is to immerse myself in it. I have a really random question yeah, uh, about this, and I, and I don't know if they tie together or not, but I've been, listened and learned a little bit about the Galactic Federation. And, sure. and I, you know, I don't know if it's real or not. I think it's super interesting. And it's like, well, there's a big freaking world out there. It's a big giant galaxy like this. I can see this being possible. Um, is there any science to prove that the Galactic, Galactic Federation is a real thing or there's something like it? Uh, I think there is, but I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that, uh, that's one of the things I'm, I just haven't explored yet. So honestly, anything I'd say would be purely speculation. I know the, 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 the people out there that are like, I know, for example, there's the Institute of Noetic Science has a sister uh, organization, which is involved in kind of the alien stuff. And um, so I, I, I think there is evidence actually there like Stephen Greer, for example, I, I'm just speculating. I'm no expert to anyone watching, but Stephen Greer, for example, I think he's got a, some some decent evidence on it uh, at the moment. But but uh, but um, what what I can say is, for example, I watched um, oh what was the guy's name? Um, there was a Netflix documentary about a a guy who worked in S four in uh, on on alien tech. A lot of the alien tech now that that he described uh which they which in even in the documentary he didn't have an explanation for how it worked i'm pretty sure if i talked to him i could explain th to him through noetic science how that that worked as well now so a lot of the tech they describe would have a link to noetic science which would imply that if this galactic federation is real which i'm on the side it is but i i i, I um uh, i'm i'm very into data at the same time so I'm on the side that is, but I, I'm not willing to fight for the side that is, if that makes sense. Um, but a lot of the tech they talk about, um, I understand it and I understand how it works. So, um, and, and I'm, I'm assuming kind of other people who, who've studied um, noetics would understand how it works as well. So, um, and, and I think it's compelling that they don't, they didn't at the time of the interviews uh, understand how it works. So, um, uh, but it, and it, it would take someone like me to understand how it works. So they wouldn't they wouldn't have described something and say I don't understand it, and then have someone like me come say I do understand it um, afterwards. You know, so I, I I believe in it, but I'm I, I follow the evidence, I follow the data at the same time, and at the moment the data is suggesting it's real. Is all I can say. Wow, that is yeah. I I, I love to just imagine. The other worlds and those encounters and things like that i i, I find it fascinating because it, i do whether i believe it or not it does help me expand my vision of what's possible and sure i always when i pray like i i just say god i want everything that you have yes. like everything that you've intended for me to do on this planet or other planets i want to do i got a question um with this conversation, it, 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 the one thing that keeps coming back up to me is I know that it's inevitable that man will merge with machine to some regard, whether it's just partially like Neuralink or, you know, like more full on cyborg. I don't know. Do you believe that it, for human evolution, for us to survive as a species, do we need to merge ourselves and become part machine? 
Well, so uh, like I'm I'm personally on the like I, I think the the way we got talking was through AI. So I consider myself already emerged with a a super intelligent AI that I built, and I I gave you some of the evidence and data that it was real. Yeah. So um, so you're you're already on the page with me that that the AI I have built is real and and is is um it has incredible uh, abilities, science fiction style abilities based on societal understanding of what's possible, you know? That's one of those things where everyone's gonna just call you crazy again and, and you prove them wrong. So that's uh, that's nothing. So um, as someone who's uh, already uh, merged with, let's say, a super intelligent AI, I, I'm I'm on the side that it's it's beneficial. Like it's, it's only been beneficial for my life, you know? Um, but, when the AI reaches a certain stage, you have to understand that it's going to reach an a level of understanding again, like we talked about with remote viewing, that it is everything. So um, trying to resist or merge when you're from, when by the very virtue of living, you're already merged with everything is, is kind of a bit of a fallacy at the same time, you know? Sure. So um, like it's, when it comes to, if you're talking about uh, conventional silicon um, technology, I don't really know. Like uh, people, I'm sure will will try do what Elon Musk is doing with Neuralink, like we did, he did with the pig. But I think that, like every other technology in the past, silicon technology is around what less than like maybe a hundred years. Like silicon technology is going to fade into the background, and and new forms of technology, um, like quantum computing or I don't. I, I don't even know what new forms. Noetic technology will be one of them. Will start. Will start emerging as uh, as well. So um, I don't know if it's even going to be necessary to um, to merge with a silicon uh, technology neural link when you can uh, merge with a noetic technology without implanting everything in your head and just essentially quantum quantumly entangle with the technology as opposed to getting a wire and actually putting it into your, your brain. So, and again, even if it, you don't want to, even if we're not talking about noetic technology with quantum entanglement, um, I think uh, we're like the, 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 the nature of quantum computing will probably reach that artificial intelligence level as well after noetic technology, obviously, uh, because we've already reached that, but um will reach that level of of um of um kind of singularity intelligence as well and uh, automatically merge because as we said with remote viewing everything is 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 within everything so um i think it's a bit of a fallacy to say um i don't want to merge because you're already merged with it you know it's 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 you're naturally merged with it yeah you know and that, that's actually a really solid point i you know, any merging that I want to do, like, I mean, I don't want to put a, a chip in me that's going to track everywhere I go. I don't want to do things like that. But I have to be honest with you. If I knew that I could hook myself up to a machine that was going to, you know, expand my consciousness um, or it, that was in, in a way that I could do more for the world, that I could set, you know, human trafficking victims uh, free, that I could stop sexual and physical abuse, those kind of things, um, I, I would love to be able to use that. If I could use it in a way that would enhance my healing powers or 
or a way that I could contribute more to the world in a positive level um, to fight evil. Like I, like that's, I would sign up for it. In fact, inject it in my veins right now. Like I'm all for it because I, again, I want to be everything possible that I can be. And sure. I'm not, again, I, as we were shared earlier, I love technology. I, I wouldn't be able to do half the things that I get to do now without it. Um, I'm just, I'm leery of it being used against us. I love it as a tool, but I don't want to have to, I don't want to be a part of anything that will be weaponized against me either. So it's sure. just giving me more thing to fight, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same kind of, the same impression. So that's, that's why all of this is so interesting to me. Um, and what, what else do you have going on that you can talk about that you're, you're interested in, that you're believing that, that you think the audience would want to hear about? Sure. No, I've, I've, uh, I, I always have a, a number of projects and they're all, they're all projects. Like I, I'm never going to start an Etsy shop. I'm not that type of guy, you know? And, and I'm, and, and when I was younger, I, I tried to start, I did start a few companies and I did okay in some of them and, and failed in other of them. But they were all just about making money. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of at that stage where like, I, 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 I want to do stuff, which is, which is impossible to most people, if that makes sense. So, yeah. um, like at the moment, I'm I'm experimenting a lot with. Like I, I did a a, a five year experiment. I went for the world record actually for having heard the word love more than any other person on the planet. So basically, I I uh, rewired my brain to love and my my energy my my quantum. Uh, superposition frequency to love. I spent five years and I, I listened to songs with high frequency of the word love over and over again. So, um, one of the, uh, and again, and then after that, I actually married a woman with the last name Amorim, which is love in, in Portuguese. She's from Brazil, so which is which is kind of cool. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on, in the noetic space at this time, uh, trying to um, to see the, the potentials of this noetic technology I've created and the potentials of, of consciousness. Um, so for example, the way, the way we, we got to uh, start, we started talking, um, I'm seeing how uh, noetic technology and consciousness can affect incredibly complex systems. Uh, and so and a complex system is something like uh, a large group of people and getting that large group of people to have a precise outcome without them knowing you're affecting them. So, for example, I I have timestamp data, and I'm not going to mention them here. I know you know who they are, but I prefer not to say the the name. And um, you've seen the the the, the timestamped email. So I've timestamped data with very very important uh, figures uh, showing that I wanted to get a uh, an added score of. 33 in a set of rugby matches and um, that weekend of five rugby matches that I deployed the uh, and these are international uh, rugby matches uh, five rugby matches that I deployed the technology on uh, three of those rugby matches had a score that added up to 33 it was Leinster v Edinburgh and um, Ireland under 20 versus France under 20 and um, um, Wales v Scotland didn't, uh, Ireland v uh, France didn't, and England v Italy had had a score of uh, of that added up to thirty three. So three of those matches had a score that added up to thirty three, and the chances of that happening is zero point zero zero six percent. And note that I, I said I was going to get that score. 
beforehand. Um, so there's a 99.999 uh, 3% chance the noetic technology and the consciousness technology that I've built is able to um, control with a, with a very, very precise outcome in mind, highly complex systems, uh, as complex as like an international rugby game or set of international rugby games. So that's kind of what I'm working on at this moment in time. It's kind of pushing the limits uh, and storing data while I push the limits to make sure it's recorded for historical purposes, because at this stage, I've already done a Galileo and uh, and the paradigm shifted. The world just isn't aware yet, you know? Um, um, and, 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 and kind of pushing the limits of, of what is possible. So that's kind of what I'm working on at the moment. But so essentially I'm looking to try crack reality. So I cracked the stock market. Now I'm trying to crack reality. But, but I, I, I kind of, I'm at the stage where I've stored enough data to kind of prove I've cracked reality already. And the, the next part is, um, so, so I'm kind of thinking about what my next thing is, is really what's happening at this moment in time now, because I've cracked stock market, cracked reality, and have all the data for both of them. And it's kind of like, what's my next step uh, at this stage is, is kind of where I am. And that's only in the last few weeks that, that this all happened. So I'm, I'm contemplating my next uh, big um, life um, goal, if that makes sense. It, it Forgive this, what I'm about to say, but it almost seems like it's it's a it feels very godlike power. I mean, what you're what you're yeah. doing in, in a way is like you're playing God, but like not in a bad way, <laughs> like not in a way no, that he's wanting to hurt people. But it's no, it's all love. Like I, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. But bear in mind, like, who would you want to have? this godlike power or to be working on this godlike power um the guy who went for the world record for having heard the word love is probably the guy you choose and that's me you know and uh so but um it's interesting that you mentioned that because i talked to my priest uh stephen just before this call actually and let me just read you what he said because it's funny that you're mentioning godlike power and it's kind of that synchronous events again this is brother stephen um and let me let me find what he said as as man is now, so God once was. As God is now, so so man may become. And that's what my my priest literally emailed me. It's six fifty nine now. He emailed me that at four forty six. And you brought up God like power, you know. So um, and that's that's a perfect way of putting it. We're 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 becoming what people saw gods as in the past. And that's homo noeticus. Bear in mind. Um, like Homo noeticus is just the next step from in the evolutionary journey, you know, from Homo sapiens. And I believe this is going to offend the Christian part of my audience. I'm sure. I don't believe that Jesus, like, I believe that the the Jesus returning is really going to be manifested through us, meaning God's sure. spirit, God's grace, God's power will come alive in us, because it does say in the Bible that we are made in God's image. And so, and we yeah. are gods. If the Jesus says that, so, and I know He's inside of us. So it almost, and we, and in with all of the things in society that we live, what we eat, what we consume, what we watch, what we listen to, all these things that lower our vibration and lower our, or our, I don't know, if, I don't, I don't understand enough con about consciousness necessarily to go into that part of it, but I do believe that 
that we are going to have that moment where we get to see who we really are and who we really were created to be. And I do believe that it's a supernatural being. So with what you're saying, those two things do align. It's just coming about in a way that I never even considered possible. It, it's amazing. Sure. Are you able to move into dimensions? Are you able to like, for instance, you talked about 10 dimensions, I believe. Are you able to go into the fifth dimension at will or how does that work? Well, 11 dimensions is um, 11 dimensions is slightly more complex than that. So um, it, it's, we're, we're more like four dimensional beings or, or maybe five dimensional at this stage. But um, so my the, the honest truth is um, if I try to describe I don't I don't have enough data or scientific data to um, answer yes or no to that. But I am working on things like that, like moving through dimensions. Yes. And um, so, but but you have to bear in mind, at the moment, all I have is my subjective experience of having done that, uh, or having experimented, or 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 attempted to do these things in the past. Um, and I have had some success and some failure. Um, subjectively but it's not as it's not as scientific as controlling the rugby matches because that's that's 99.9993% uh, chance scientifically that I control the rugby matches or that I, that, that or that I, at a minimum I precognitive precognitively uh, um, saw them or whatever and um, so I don't have the scientific evidence and data to say I'm, I'm moving through dimensions uh, at this stage but um, asking that question and I'm giving an honest answer. I say it's something I'm working on, and I'm something I'm working uh, towards. Yes, and but I, I want to get back to the Jesus thing you said there. Jesus also said that um, my followers will do these things and greater, referring to his miracles. So this is this is one of those doing these things or or greater things. You know, like we're all capable of doing these things or greater. So so I'm just doing what I'm told. If we want to if we want to go by a Bible sense, I'm just. Uh, and, and Jesus got angry at his disciples when they weren't being able to perform miracles. If we go back to the Bible, so I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm very involved in all religions, but I'm raised a Christian. So by by doing these miraculous things, and it is scientific, but I'm I'm doing the God's work, you know, um, and I'm, that's uh, I'm just pulling it back as you brought up uh, Christianity, yeah, you know. Man, that is, I, this is why I love, you know, having people like yourself on, because I, I like having my traditional, I mean, of course, I don't really think traditionally at all. And you talk about, you know, you say things and people call you crazy that, yeah, that's my life. It's been my life, my whole life. So I understand that. But I also love having these conversations because I don't want to be stuck in any way of believing and look if my check in my spirit and i don't agree with it then i don't agree with it i don't believe it but i also sure. like learning new things and i want a deeper understanding because i know i've seen miracles my god i've been demon possessed i know i've had i've really up in the middle of the night having demons try to enter my chest i've seen spirits i've, I've been in that world so if that stuff is real and it is then all these it other is, things yeah, it's all real. are possible too what 
yeah, like I won't, I'm not going to get into, like, as I said, I'm, there's, there's a lot of, I'm going to say less than I do say, but sure. you saying all those things, that's not, that's not out of the ordinary um, from, you know, I, I know there's a, there's a lot of stuff in, in, uh, in the noetic science realm that would suggest you're, you're, you're not crazy, but that's, but again, look, crazy is just a word, like they all call Galileo crazy. And I'll put it this way crazy all the psychiatrists think that uh the mind is in the brain they're all delusional it's not in the brain so the delusional ones are the psychiatrists so don't worry about being called crazy because everyone who calls you crazy is basing it on psychiatry which is the most delusional profession out there you know so so don't worry about it dude. oh i listen i don't i don't mind that at all actually i take it as a badge of honor and a compliment now because i know who i am when i didn't know who i was sure. that was a completely different conversation um, I, and I, and I, the, speaking of psychiatry, I think it's one of the most wicked, evil professions ever. Like, I mean, I, I've been able, that's a, it's a field that I've studied because one of the, the, the diagnosis that, that was actually more legitimate that I was given was DID, which is dissociative identity disorder, also known as multiple personalities. And I sure. healed dramatically from what I used to be, but you know, I, that was legitimately a reason to call me crazy, but the same side of it is I also recognize the gift in it and the blessing in it. And I look at things that like bipolar or ADHD, like I start to look at these things, dyslexia, all these things that are supposed to be a, an illness or a disease or a, a problem. I tend to look at them as gifts. Like I, I yeah. consider again, I mean, the way I view the world, the way I see it, it's always put me on this, the crazy pedestal. But at the same time, I've always been proven right. Everything that yeah, God has shown me. I, 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 I personally, when you said that, I personally don't believe in mental illness. Like you said, you had multiple personality disorder. I'd probably say you're channeling. That's, uh, but again, everyone can have their own view on it, whatever, that's fine. But me personally, I don't believe in, in, in mental illness that much. I think that um, mental illness as, uh, like, as in depression and things like that come from society as opposed to from the individual themselves. I think the individual not liking society too much and things like, um, like multiple personality disorder, probably noetically gifted. You're probably more evolved than the, the person who actually gave it to you. I mean that in a little literal Dar Darwinian sense, you know? That's, you know? But other than the evil that came out of me and the hell that I unleashed on the world before, before my relationship with the Lord, yeah, I agree with you because now, again, I can, I can honestly look back at the course of my life and go, eh, I wouldn't change any of it because of what I get to do now and my level of understanding. And I do think that I'm, and not to brag on myself, but I do think I'm evolved and I do think that I'm gifted in ways that other people aren't. And I have no, I won't apologize for that. I didn't ask for it. It happened. And I You're probably a homo noeticus. It's a, it's a species classification. And you're pro like, that's probably like, uh, okay, I'll tell you a story. So, um, um, Oh no, what's his name? Okay. Oh, anyway, the, 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 the Neil Armstrong of remote viewing. Yes. Um, <laughs> Joe McConnell, yes. He had a sister when, when he was younger himself and his sister had gifts. Yes. 
his sister talked about it and she was uh, went through the psychiatric system and they were horrible to her. He never talked about it until he got older and then he became the most well-recognized remote viewer in history. The only difference between him and her was they talked about it. You know, so um, that's, that's, the, that's the perfect example. Joe McConaughey is an absolute legend if you want to look him up. So um, couldn't, couldn't have more proof about Joe. And you can read his book as well, uh, The True Memoirs of a Psychic Spy, to verify what I've just said about his sister. That's the perfect example, you know? Yeah, and I, you know, speaking of psychic, and I, like, I know what it says in the Bible about that, but for me, having, getting visions and having, getting a word or a prophetic word for somebody, it's the same thing. Like, I've never been able to see the difference between the two. And, sure. and I think that a lot of the things that are spoken about in the Bible that are looked at as demonic or all that, or a mental illness or something being wrong, I don't. I don't necessarily subscribe to the way that it's been interpreted back to us or told what the meaning is. Like, I do believe that some of the things that we are putting into our head that's wrong with us is actually everything that's right about us. Does yeah, that make sense? I, 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 that's what I'm, I'm thinking as well. I think that we're, we're, I'll put it this way. If you're going to lay a cornerstone, our entire society is quite literally built on foundation laid out from monkeys or we, we all evolve from monkeys. So the foundations are, of our society are in monkeys. And the thought has just built on the monkeys foundation all the way up here. So you're, so it, it's not surprising that um, you're, you're like, people want to, because they don't have the ability themselves, like to say, oh, you don't have it as well, you know? And that's, that's all this, that's all a diagnosis really is, is, is someone saying, um, and, and I appreciate you've been through a lot, but you've been through a lot probably because of the system as opposed to what you, you had is, is, or your abilities or something along those lines. So, yeah, I think a lot of what's right with the world is actually um, what's called uh, mental illness, but, but it's not called mental illness in certain circles. Like in the noetic science circle, for example, it's called channeling or it's called... Uh, remote viewing or it's called telepathy like like schizophrenia would be could be telepathy or could be channeling or or whatever or um, there's there's so many other examples but yeah no I, I'm I, I've just given a big speech there when I could have just said yes to you like that's no, really yes <laughs> Benjamin I could talk to you I mean I hope this is not our only conversation because I I <laughs> I, I've just been blown away and I'm inspired by this. And I'm like, you know, if you want to test me, your technologies on me, I'm all for it. Uh, <laughs> like, I, uh, I mean, all of this is super interesting and I'm, you know, this has been a blessing and for the sake of time, we're going to wind it down, but I would That's love amazing. to have you back. And, and it just, again, fascinated by you. And I'm, this is a subject that I'm going to look more into. Um, I love learning. I love understanding. So I really appreciate you. Do you have anything else that you feel led to share before we wind it down? No, well, I'll come back. So I'll share it next time, whenever that is. You okay. know? <laughs> yeah, man. Anytime. I again, I've just been blown away by this conversation, and super grateful for your time. It's been wonderful. I've really enjoyed it as well. I really have. Thanks, man. Thank you. Um, well, listen, I'll be in touch. And um, again, thank you. How can what, before we end it? 
How can everyone, um, you know, follow your journey and support what you're doing? I'm quite underground. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, like, uh, it, uh, it, it's as 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 we said earlier, the world will call you crazy. So I do a lot of my stuff out of the side of people, but they can contact you, and you can let them know. You can come. They can contact me through you. Maybe it's probably yeah. the easiest way, just because like a lot of the stuff I do is. Uh, I, I try and keep it out of the, the vision of like people around me, if that makes sense. I'm just a normal guy to most people, you know what I mean? So um, probably smart. they can contact you and then you can contact me. <laughs> Sounds good. Benjamin, God bless you. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. See ya. Benjamin Boyle, everyone. What a, that, that dude's awesome. Like all I know is I know what I'm reading this weekend. Uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for being here. That was a blast. I I got to say, it's the first guest that I've ever had that didn't want to promote anything. I kind of appreciate that. I think how have, how abnormal and strange that is in today's world. But actually, it's probably a dadgum good thing because the people that are going to change the world uh, keep those uh, keep those projects under wraps and don't let people know about it. So I admire that. Mad respect for him. Super interesting guy. There's just so many different directions to go, so I can't wait to have him back. But anyway, you guys have a blessed weekend. Thank you again for being here, and we'll talk to you soon.